Welcome to our News of the Times History News Short. Our headline story from The Sun in London, January 1829. Murder by arsenic. John Jardine was placed at the bar under a charge of feloniously and maliciously administering to Mary Jardine, his wife, a deadly poison called arsenic with intent to kill and murder her at Newington. Mr. Law, on, p- on the part of the prosecution, stated the case. The present was an indictment founded on a statute passed in the reign of His Present Majesty, that if any person unlawfully and maliciously shall administer or attempt to administer to any person or shall cause to be taken by any person any poison or other destructive thing with intent to murder such person, every such offender and every person counselling, aiding and abetting such offender shall be guilty of felony and being convicted thereof shall suffer death as a felon. The prisoner at the bar was formerly a bombardier and for his services had received a pension. The wife, who was the subject of the present indictment and who would be called as a witness, had been married before she became connected with the prisoner. The children, who were the fruits of the former marriage, were, it was fair to the prisoner to say, always treated with the most fatherly kindness. They had lived together for sixteen years. During the first thirteen years of that period, he had, he understood, conducted himself as an excellent husband. Towards the commencement of the last three years, he unfortunately became reacquainted with some women who completely estranged him from his wife. She, the wife, became the object of his abhorrence and was treated in the worst manner. At length, he refused to support her, and she was taken into the Woolwich workhouse as part of the pension allowed him by government was stopped to defray the expense to which the parish was put for the support of his wife. This, the prisoner not liking, he made an application to the committee of the workhouse to allow him to take her out. This was permitted, and the stoppage of the pension ceased. She had scarcely got home when he resumed his ill treatment. He was to have allowed her two shillings and sixpence per week for her support, but this was soon reduced to four pence a day, and at last two pence a day. The unfortunate woman, being thus brought in danger of starvation, told her husband that unless he increased her allowance, she must have recourse to a magistrate. He told her she might go when she liked. She replied that she would go. The prisoner then rejoined the following remarkable words. Don't speak too fast, or perhaps you may not be able to go. This was on the 5th of October. On the morning of the 6th, about 9 o'clock, She had prepared her breakfast as usual, and for some purpose left the room. When she returned, she found the prisoner 
standing with the lid of the kettle in his hand, shutting it down. This did not excite any suspicion in her mind as he was in the habit of taking water from the kettle for shaving. Without any hesitation, she poured the quantity of water she wanted from the kettle into the teapot and drank about a cup and a half of the tea thus made. In a few minutes, she felt a very great heat in her stomach, accompanied with severe shooting pain. Her stomach became distended and she vomited some of its contents. During this time, the prisoner was walking up and down the room, laughing at her. She at length became so ill that a medical man was sent for. The prisoner had, previous to this, put on his hat with great unconcern and left the house. Mr. Boast, the surgeon, heard the woman describe her symptoms, and thence he concluded that she must take an arsenic. He made use of the stomach pump, and the contents drawn out by that means showed his opinion well founded. In the stomach pump and on the sides of the kettle, whence the water in the teapot had been taken, nearly eight drams of white arsenic were found. By the remedies then applied, any permanent injury to the woman was prevented. The parish authorities interfered, and after an examination before a magistrate, it was determined to apprehend the prisoner. Accordingly, a constable was sent to the house of the prisoner, and he was taken into custody from his bed. He was afterwards fully committed for trial. The jury, after retiring for about half an hour, returned a verdict of guilty. The prisoner, having been called up for the judgment, Mr. Baron Vaughan, in a very feeling manner, pronounced the awful judgment of the law. You have been listening to News of the Times, and I am Robin Coles.